You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. gamers and welcome to budget arcade the free-to-play gaming podcast that helps you navigate through the growing realm of free-to-play games my name is jeff and hey i'm mark hey mark how's it going i'm doing well so mark uh has a new podcast out with friend of the show elliot it's called crossing streams you can find it in your podcast app i think it's still waiting on apple approval but you should start to see that trickle out soon right mark (laughs) it's it's funny to use the word trickle uh crossing streams but uh yes that's correct way to sell your podcast (laughs) well i wasn't expecting you to give me a shout out but (laughs) uh yeah no um me and elliot are are chums now we're uh we're talking we're talking all things uh streaming video movies television you name it uh find us in on your favorite platform whatever really just the enthusiasm behind it well uh so this week so mark what march is known for what uh madness it's known for madness specifically bas- the biggest basketball tournament of the year happens in the month of month of march uh i want to say <laughs> that i realize that a lot of people do not care about sports video games and if that's the case i apologize in advance but mark and i are going to talk about as basketball fans the history of basketball games and why we love them yeah no we're gonna we're gonna talk all about basketball this podcast and uh scott will enjoy this one for sure he loves sports he loves it (laughs) it's all he gets he eats it breakfast lunch and dinner yeah the video game thing is a ruse he really just sits around and sports all the time i will say this as much as i like football and basketball of me and scott scott's the one that got a letter in high school really scott's the one who was competitive in high school and on a sports team what what sports team was he on he was a wrestler 
Oh, okay. All right. He wrestled a lot. And so uh, he is a jock compared to me. So I don't want to hear anything from him. <laughs> the entire the entire internet went, what? Yeah. But, and he used to play basketball. We played basketball in front of Scott's house. There was a hoop in front of his house and we met up there and that's where he played basketball. So again. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> this, this is fantastic. Fantastic content. We have hit gold. Okay, we're going to just cut it off here. We are... Anyway. <laughs> Do you remember the first basketball game you played? Yeah, it was NBA Jams. I was going to say it had to be, right? Yeah. I mean, there. I'm sure... Actually, I can tell you the first one I played was basketball on the Atari 2600. <laughs> really it was bad yeah (laughs) well it's the first one i remember playing and then i played double dribble on the nes that was a great game double dribble i don't i don't remember that game so double dribble was one it is on the nes and when you'd go into dunk it would actually just do a cut scene of you dunking (laughs) it was awesome it was a really great basketball game uh, but I, I think for a lot of people, while I think I'm not sure if the NBA Live series around, there were certainly other basketball games, but NBA Jam was the one I remember buying it on my Sega Genesis, having it on my hand. And I don't remember why I brought it to school, but I had it in middle school and I brought it to school and I was just so excited to get home and played it. I, I love that you could put codes in and play as at the time President uh, Bill Clinton they had, uh, I think Al Gore was in there. Hillary, I'm not sure about all of them. Wait, you, George Bush, you took George H. W. Bush. You took you took the cartridge to school. Yeah, I had the case and everything. You know, because unlike uh, the SNES, the Sega Genesis had these really great hard plastic covers. Yeah. to put your game in, they were amazing. And I just I don't I think I was just that in love with the game that I didn't want to, um, you know. Who was on the cover? There was no one on the cover. It was... Now, okay, I'm thinking specifically of Tournament Edition. And I don't think that the original had anyone... No, the original didn't have anyone on the cover either. It just had the arcade machine with the logo. (laughs) And then Tournament Edition had like a metal basketball punching through a background. And it said Tournament Edition on it, you know. I mean, now, Sega, Sega had all the money to give towards the graphic design, so it's fine. Well, Sega, it, it was on Super Nintendo, too. Oh. Sega, oh. Sega nearly... Anyway, yeah. So <laughs> I don't want to have to bother correcting that, just because it's so flat out wrong. Um, so actually, so I don't know if you know this, but uh, I am a Seattle Supersonics fan. Rest in peace. And as, yeah, Exactly. Um, and as someone who was raised in Florida, that doesn't make any sense, right? It makes zero sense. But NBA Jam was the reason I am a fan. Uh, and it's because they had the, the green and gold jerseys. And I just liked yeah. the uniforms. And they had Sean Kemp and Gary Payton on the team. And it just, it Detlef Shrimp. And I, so when it came time to watch real sports, I was already familiar with the team. So it just made it a natural conversion for me so how sad were you when they uh they lost the team 
devastated. I, well, devastated is a strong word. All right, it's still just. All right, let me say this: it's still sports, right? It's like, all right, fine. You know, like my team, the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, were in the Super Bowl. Had they lost, it'd have been like, oh, that sucks, and I'd gone about my day because real life has real things you, right? and real consequences. Yeah. And at the end of the day, sports really has no bearing on my happiness. Sure. It took um, it took but, me it took me a long time to get to that realization. I tell you what, uh, as a uh, Jacksonville Jaguar like fanatic, uh, growing up, I grew up in in Jacksonville, Florida, and and uh, I grew up this jag this like diehard Jaguar fan. It took me a long time to get to the point where I did not let the team's success affect my personal happiness. Yeah. Well, and I remember when I was younger as a Sonics fan, um, when they were in the finals against the Chicago Bulls, I was not happy when they lost. Not really because it was like, oh, my team lost, but because I had to go to school and deal with all these bandwagoning Chicago Bulls fans who I promise you are not (laughs) Chicago Bulls fans today. But Did you, me? You call you call you call these people bandwagon Chicago Bears fans or no, not Bears Bulls, Bulls fans. They had no reason to be Bulls fans. <laughs> because, and when the and when Michael Jordan retired and then came back as a wizard, they weren't Bulls fans anymore. They jumped over to the Lakers because Kobe was there. Right, posers. So <laughs> I, my team doesn't exist, and I'm still a diehard Sonics fan. But here's what I learned, okay? I learned that it's better to lose before the finals than it is to lose in the finals. Because if you lose in the finals, you'll never hear the end of it at school. Right. Anyway. Well, you always, rem- you always remember for the losing the, the top basketball. We should probably talk about video games, right? Yeah. Okay. What were you going to say? No, I was just saying it's always better to lose before you get to the championship. Because nobody ever remembers who lost in the finals. The exactly. Eastern Conference Finals, you know, everybody remembers that you know uh, the the Utah Jazz n- could never beat the Chicago Bulls, you know. Uh, right. Anyways, but uh, yeah. So when we when we're talking about basketball video games, and I mean, you you start and you kind of almost start. And end with NBA Jam, but I don't think that's necessarily true anymore. Uh, you don't end so right. I, the the so we have two major NBA series now. Back when you and I were younger, we were kids or teenagers. Uh, there wasn't an EA or a 2K that had kind of, even though they were both in the game, they hadn't really <laughs> wrapped up exclusive rights. <laughs> so you had lots of options when it came to NBA games and NFL games. Um, <laughs> but the two big ones that have come out of it and survived, quote unquote, because NBA Live isn't around right now, is EA Sports' NBA Live series and, of course, the uh, NBA 2K series. Right. The the but I mean is NBA Lives it's still a thing. They they did not release one this year. I don't know if they're going to release another one or not. They they can't compete. They are not getting the sales they want because Two K has just outperformed them as a product, right? For so long, like they don't know how to catch up. Not fair. But so I remember 
the 2D ones are like Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. I didn't play those so much. But once I got a PlayStation and they had the actual like courts that look like the courts in real life, I loved it. And then I bought the 3D one and I liked that you could see the names on the back of the jerseys. That blew me away. It blew me, uh, it blew me away when you trade someone to another team. They would have a jersey that said Sean Kemp on the back or whatever. And like, I just thought that was so cool that the game could do that. You know, um, a little bit of fan trivia here. I had a pair of Sean Kemp sneakers when I think I was like 11, 12 years old. I had the Hersey Hawkins, who was the small forward for the uh, Sonics in their heyday. I had his shoes, the <laughs> Fila muscle balls. <laughs> Loved them. I think I think I think the Sean Kemp shoes I had were Reebok. Um but Yeah, I believe he was Reebok. Yeah, but they were so <laughs> they were so like crazy. I Oh remember the Shaq ones? Yeah, no. All the those first Shaqs. The sneakers those, back in the nineties uh, were, were just crazy monstrous. It was fashion wise, it was it was it was insane. But anyways <laughs> the the so when when so NBA Live be, was was predominantly the game the NBA game to beat back when uh, EA was you know EA had branched out from solely Madden and then they had you know taken on the the NBA uh realm and two uh two K didn't get involved until what the late nineties late nineties, early two thousands? It was ninety nine. Yeah. Their first their first game was uh NFL two K which came out in ninety nine, September 9th, nineteen ninety nine. And then NBA two K, the first NBA two K came out ah I wanna say ninety nine, but maybe it was early two thousand. Yeah. But I can't recall exactly. But I had a Dreamcast, okay? And so NBA Live was really kind of not all you had, but it was the only good one. Although there were a couple early ones called NBA in the Zone and NBA in the Zone 2 that I loved dearly. But NBA Live was kind of what you had. And then, uh, well, Sony had NBA Showtime. They made their own game. Uh, and it was all right. I think it was called Showtime. Might have been Overtime, something like that. Um, but then... On the Dreamcast, because I bought one on launch, $9,999. <laughs> and when 2K, NBA 2K came out, I rushed to it. Because NBA's always been my favorite, right? I had the NFL game, and it was great and all. But when NBA 2K came out, it blew me away, man. It was so cool, and it looked so good. And, and 2K, like, out of the box with their first game, was already better than the competition. Right. And we've talked about my hatred of 2K. And it's only because I loved them so much. It's like it's like when uh, it's like a family squabble, you know, when when your when your when your brother in law just kind of stabs you in the back. It's like what? well, I should say that. So it's not really the case though, because the original NBA Two K series was made by Sega, right? And they didn't start getting terrible until they sold to Take Two. Yeah, but Take. But Take Two took that took the series from just being merely okay to to they were never merely okay, my friend. 
I, I, I disagree. I disagree. 2K3 was awesome. I love 2K3. Uh, 2K4 was pretty good. That was the first... Well, they had the ESPN license on 2K3. 2K4 was pretty good. Then, I don't remember when they stopped when Sega... I don't remember when they lost. Because 2K11 to me is peak NBA 2K. Yeah. And then everything after that is when it really starts to depreciate. So, like, when you... When when Take Two purchased these, just pretty much gobbled up, you know, uh, the NBA license for for video games. You know, well, they, the NBA license is not exclusive. No, right, but they were in direct competition yeah. with you know with EA and mm-hmm. and the NBA Live franchise, and they really. They kind of steamrolled NBA Live and uh because they just made better games. Right. It's... Right. So the the whole thing was that well and actually and to be honest back in that time to me EA didn't become the evil EA we know until 2004 when they bought the NFL license. Okay. okay? And effectively killed NFL 2K. Up until that point, they were making great games. Yeah. And they still made great games for a few more years after that the the madden games were on the ps2 and xbox the madden games are excellent back then but once they got that nfl license and they stopped worrying about competition that's where we got the piles of crap we got now um and but what a lot of people like some sports you gaming youtubers i've seen they credit uh EA buying the NFL license with, uh, I think it's Vicarious Visions. Yeah. Or Crystal Dynamics, I think. Whoever makes the NBA games, the actual developer, were now able to concentrate all of their energy on it. And that's really when it, it kicked up to just being extremely polished. And like the present NBA 2K's presentation, even to this day, as much as I don't like the game's is unrivaled in sports gaming period. Yeah. No, I nobody tops it. Well, and and I I agree that the the NBA 2K games have come I I don't I have I, every year that I've played, I haven't played, I do have NBA 2K21 on the PS5 mm-hmm. and Yeah, I know. <laughs> but like that game is no, I didn't play tw- NBA Two K Twenty, um, so I, I can't I can't speak on what that game took from the previous year or whatever. But uh, NBA Two K Twenty One seems very very polished from the last NBA Two K game, which I believe was nineteen that I played. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just it it seems they like it seems like they run. they took they took things and they improved on on different aspects and I I saw a lot of complaints about two K nineteen and what you know what that game didn't do well and I feel like two K twenty one does those things well and actually dives deeper into a uh, like a um, what the the superstar mode. Where it actually, mm-hmm. you know, you can actually go through a story and and all this. 
so I I think that 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 two K has actually I don't want to say revolutionized because that's that's too strong of a word, but they've severely improved on their product from just two years ago. Yeah. So the whole problem is when we get into microtransactions, and I don't want to go down that road again. <laughs> but two K eleven to me was essentially perfect. Yeah. Uh, it and you, that game was just had like an incredible soundtrack. As the two K twelve, really, you can go with eleven or twelve and be happy. But um, to me, I can't think of many series that make me more sad than the 2k series in the current state of it. Cause it was my favorite game. Like I bought it every year. Yeah. And the fact that it's just sort of this cash grab microtransaction. Now granted I haven't played one in several years, but um, that's for good reason. They've burnt me out on their product. Well, a lot of, a lot of people like, like you that feel that way about the 2k series, they also feel that way about the Madden series. And I think mm-hmm. I think it's a it's just a level of, you know, what are we what are we comfortable paying for? Um, you know, we're 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 spending, you know, base sixty dollars on a brand new game, but is it really brand new? Are they annually? Right. right. It's it's just an it's a it's an annual offering. Um and they've tweaked some aspects of it. But largely, it's just the same game. It's the same game you've played so, for the past five years. That's definitely true with the recent Maddens, because I played those on Game Pass. They've added them to Game Pass. And the difference between 21 and or 20 and 21 is really, I can't even tell you. There isn't any difference. They added like one new mode. But if you go back in time and look at Madden NFL 2003, and then look at the 2004 one with Michael Vick on the cover. That game is incredible. 2004. I brought it home and I was just like, this, they've done so, oh my gosh. Like, it blew my mind. I love that game. So, I, I've, unfortunately, and I know a lot of people listening may not like sports games. And really, at this point, you have no incentive to like them because I think there's no competition. Even with the 2K series, which is not their fault. Unlike EA, 2K hasn't wrapped up the NBA license in an exclusivity deal. Someone could still come and license the NBA and make a game. The thing is, is that nobody dares do it just because the stranglehold that 2K has on the market is too great. Like not even EA is able to get back into the game right now. Um, But, you know, we hold out hope that (laughs) the NFL be able to open that license up and well maybe we can get an nfl 2k or you know like um you know the nfl 2 what was the last nfl 2k i think it was like oh four five oh five yeah it came it came out no it came out in 2004 but it was 2k5 yeah and it was a masterpiece right and so you know a lot of people a lot of older gamers they remember that game and they remember what how good that game was and, and it was twenty dollars at launch, in a in a realm where games were fifty dollars right. at launch. And and so they they they, and I think I speak for a majority of gamers where we yearn for this um, this comp this competition between 
you know, different studios and different licensing agreements is because we know that when you have competition, it breeds better games. And, mm-hmm. and that, that has been true f- across all modes of entertainment, uh, movies, television, you name it. It's competition is good for the consumer. And, you know, when, when uh, 2k got in, da- started dabbling in the, in the, the NBA realm, you know, uh, EA had the stranglehold for, for, for a block of like four or five years. And in my, in my, you know, memories, I remember the, the, the NBA live series being kind of stagnant. They just weren't, they weren't, they weren't interested in improving on all aspects of the gameplay when, when, uh, EA was releasing NBA live and it's, uh, and it's in infancy or whatever. 2K gets involved or take two or whatever. And, you know, all of a sudden you have competition. So, you know, these 2K games are released at the same time these NBA Live games are released. And you're like, oh my gosh, you know, uh, I'm really digging this this 2K game is because they offer XYZ that's different from the NBA Live games. And, you know, for a number of years, that competition went back and forth. And these studios were driving each other to be better and that was that was great for the consumers because you had you had studio you had ea who was trying to improve on a game that didn't necessarily need to be improved upon the gameplay at least but they 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 pushed the envelope and they said okay hey we're gonna improve on this because now we got these you know we got this 2k franchise that's releasing yearly and we got to make sure that consumers like our product more than theirs and so that was just great for for everybody and now it is solely pretty solely 2k and that's it um and much like it is ea with madden and yeah and that's not good for anybody because what I, 2k I doesn't the, the, 2k doesn't want to improve their their basketball yeah. games is because they have a stranglehold on it they don't need to right. because EA is not putting out a product that competes, right? So I can't blame 2K for that, really. I can blame them for not trying to improve their game, but it's not It's not intention. Okay, it is their fault that they don't have competition because they cleaned to EA's clock by making just an incredible game yeah. for so many years. But it, 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 it came out of doing the best job they could as opposed to just paying to have exclusivity um so to bounce off of that what i don't understand is why ea with their nba license doesn't go back to the street series you're did you ever play the nba street games i mean i i I played it like the uh the the first couple nba streets yeah so there was nba street which was good volume two which was bonkers it was incredible and then uh, there was a bit of a break, and then they came out with Home Court, yeah. which was underrated. It, I think they had Street 3, which was okay, but then they came out with Home Court, which was this underrated one that I don't think a lot of people bought, and that's why they didn't keep making it. 
but I loved that game too. So it'd be cool for someone to go back and do an over-the-top basketball series. Although the new NBA jams, have you played any of these? The no. ones that I say new, but they're maybe five, six years old now. Oh boy, they're good. So the in the the newer NBA jams, and you can find it on the Xbox Live Store. I don't know if it's still available to purchase, but you can find a disc copy for the 360. Um, but the bottom half, like from the neck down, the players are polygons. And you know, like NBA Jam was known for big head mode, right? Right. So in this though, the heads are actually photos of the players from like headshot, like in-game head or you know, like in real game headshots. And so like when you'd go and they have the Sonics in there. So it was kind of my thing. I loved it. I could play as Sean Kemp, Gary Payton, and Detlef Shrimp. I mean, it was awesome. And when uh, you know, Pay, uh, Gary Payton had great animated faces. You dunk with Sean Kemp, and his mouth would open up, and it would just be that still image. What a great game! Like, and it was made by EA. Just wonderful. Not a microtransaction to be found. It was so good. I don't understand like uh, how that's the same company. Oh, I mean, when you when you strike gold, you you kind of exploit it, and then that becomes way of life, but. Yeah. The, you know, the, I feel like, I feel like both EA and 2K, they've, they've, they've both hit on games that allows them to make money hand over fist year after year, and they don't have to do a whole lot when it comes to improvements year over year. And so until the consumer starts to, you know, push back on the product, you know, they're going to continue to release, you know, pretty much the same game except with yep. new names, uh, you know, every year. And I think, I think much with like 2K um, and now, you know, with EA and the announcement of uh, that EA is going to be making you know, NCAA uh, football oh, again. Please be good. Right. Please don't blow this EA. <laughs> I, I want that game to be so, I want it to be good so bad. There, I, I love the NCAA football. Right. And every, every, every f- sports football video game fan in existence wants that game to be exactly like they remember the NC2, yeah. uh, NCAA um, football franchise to be. But like, you know, so you have you have EA and you have 2K, and they they're both kind of just tracking on the same level of hey, you know, we're we're releasing this annual game, and you know, hey, maybe we made some some minor tweaks to franchise mode, or maybe we made some minor tweaks to superstar mode, or whatever. But they're not they're not game game pushing improvements. And until and, and until we have another until EA wants to put some actual money behind the NBA uh, live series again, they're not going to push 2K, and they have to play the long game, right. right? So the reason NBA 2K got where they are is because they kept making great games. They didn't do it in one year. They didn't just drop a smash hit. What they did was in that two that fateful 2K five season. They released their games for $20 a piece. 
right? Mm. And that's $30 off of what EA was offering. And so that got people in the door. Yeah. And then they started charging regular price, but they kept making great games consistently for years. It took years for them to overtake the market. And for EA to get in the game, they need to not only best 2K, but they need to do it for years. And I don't know that they can do that because they still have, even at its worst, 2K looks incredible. The graphics on the new 2K game are bananas oh, yeah. for next gen. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the PS5 the looks like I'm playing against my next door neighbor. It's it's incredible. Like the, the if you walk by and you don't know any better, it looks like the just someone's just watching the TV, yeah. you know, a game on TV. I've streamed on like a cell phone people playing NBA 2K and it looked like on my phone I was just watching a real game. It's incredible. Like 2K still puts a lot of effort into those games, but they don't make the improvements that they used to. So I just want to kind of close with this. The reason I get fired up is because I want EA and 2K to make great basketball games, make great sports games. I want them to put something out that I want to buy, but they don't. And I refuse to buy it because I don't want to be part of the problem. I don't want to be the guy who complains about EA and 2K and then buys the game every year. I'm going to be the guy that complains about it and then not doesn't buy it. <laughs> One of those. No, I, I think, you know, because I have been someone just very recently that spent $70 on a 2K game and and the the imp- the graphical improvements are are one right. thing, but you know the 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 improvements made you know year over year they're just they're just not there. And I think you p- cons- the consumer continues to spend the money on these games because they want to play with their their favorite team. They want to play with mm-hmm. the new with the new the new. Uh, players that are brought into the teams and all that. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, and 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 that that's 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 fine, but at some point, two K is going to get, at some point, two K is going to get competition, or the consumer is going to grow tired of their product. And I hope you're right. One of the two is going to happen, and it may not happen. You know, in the next two, three years. I'm not so sure, man. Because people complained harder about Madden this year than ever. Now, granted, we had a pandemic. But they sold more copies of Madden than they've ever sold before. Right. Now, I do blame a lot of that on people just being stuck at home and wanting something to play. But I, I don't know. You have a much more optimistic viewpoint on this than I do. I don't know that they are going to be challenged in a way to do it. And my hope is that someone on an independent level can make something great. And I know it's not going to be of the caliber of polish of a 2K game, but it could be the caliber of a, of a 2K game from 2004, right. 2005, you know, like maybe. And they, they probably can't have the Well, they definitely can't have the NFL license, but they may not be able to get the NBA license. But and to me, I don't really care too much about that. If you have everything else, yeah, no, I I agree with you. I 
I, I and maybe I do have a more uh, optimistic output on it, but you know, I I think 2K creates a good enough game to where it keeps people wanting to purchase year yeah. after year. Um, and I'll be honest, when I get my Series X, I'm going to be tempted yeah. by 2K because it looks incredible. Like, I want to put my console, my new console, through the paces. And of the games that are out there right now, it's the only one that I can actually see a market improvement from last gen. Right. You know, but uh, I'm going to be strong. <laughs> Fight the power. Well, maybe you guys can tell us what happened to basketball video games. How do we get here? You can reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at Budget Arcade. Uh, you can go to our website, BudgetArcade.com. We're also on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Budget Arcade. And of course, we're with all the cool people on TikTok. Uh, Budget Arcade podcast on TikTok. Uh, our music is provided by Stimage. You can get his music at metroidmetal.com. Also, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash budget arcade. Maybe budget arcade podcast, but I think it's just budget arcade. Uh, Who knows? If you wanted to uh, just chuck a buck at us, we'd be okay with that, right, Mark? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I promise I won't spend it on any games made by 2K. <laughs> Unless it's GTA. No GTA microtransactions. Yeah, no microtransactions at the very least. <laughs> well, thanks for listening and game on. Podcast Network. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.